From ThatShelf.com, this is Black Hole Films. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. What's a black hole film, you ask? Well, you know those films you always meant to get around to watching, but you never did for whatever reason? Well, that's what they are. And this podcast is all about embracing them and checking those films off our lists and talking about them and whatever else happens to come up. I'm Canadian filmmaker Jeremy Lalonde, and I will be your host. You can follow me on Twitter at LalondeJeremy, or check out my website, JeremyLalonde.com, for more information on me and my projects. If you like the show, please subscribe to it, rate, review it, and leave a comment on whatever platform it is you're listening. It really does make a difference in helping to get more ears tuning in. And if you like this show, check out the others on the ThatShelf.com family of podcasts. And without further delay, let's get into this week's film. This is episode 199, and today I'm joined by Dan Moore, the executive director of the Indie Film Fest. And we're going to sit down and watch a film together. So we're sitting down via isolation to watch Moonlight. I'm Jeremy, and I've seen this film only once uh, when it was in theaters a couple years ago. Oh, uh, I'm Dan Moore, and I'm, uh, I'm in Indianapolis, Indiana, and I have not seen this film yet. Yeah. And you're and so and because you are you're a programmer for well, I'm the executive film festivals, right? Yeah. Well, I'm the executive director for the Indie Film Fest, and I attend lots of festivals. Like I'm wearing I'm wearing a, 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 a hoodie right now from Hell's Half Mile, where we met. That's right. Uh, but I assume because you're there, like trying to scout out for films that are you know not movies like this. You're looking for films that are are more on the indie. I mean, this is an indie film, but this was like indie pedigree movie. Or is this the kind of thing that you normally would have? Like, I'm just curious how you missed this film. Uh, I think, you know, th- this might have ended up being uh, like a tentpole film for us if we got super lucky or something like that. But uh, um, I think I just missed it just because I missed it. I don't I don't know. I don't know how that happened. I'm, I'm, I'm surprised, too. So what do you know about this movie other than, you know, the obvious in terms of like it, it won Best Picture and... And that whole upset that year, that was the La La Land, Moonlight, fuck up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I hate, I have to say I'm happy that uh, that this one won. <laughs> uh, but uh, uh, let's see. Um, uh, sorry, what was the question? Oh, just what you know about the movie. Oh, I, going into I, I, know, I know very little about it other than it's Barry Jenkins. Uh, and you know, I know a tiny bit about the story. I guess it's divided into three, into really three distinct acts, uh, kind of chapters from what I from what I read on on Wikipedia a couple months ago. Uh, but I really, I've, I've tried to go into this uh, very blind, just knowing that it is, you know, universally acclaimed, and I, I want to have it uh, have a pure uh, pure watch of it. So and it's nice, and it's rare that you can you can do that sort of thing. I love it when I know the least amount as possible going into a movie. Mm-hmm. So, so that's nice. And you're, you're lucky you've got the, <clears throat> you've got a very special way to watch this, don't you? Well, I just, uh, lots of people have it now, but I happen to pick up, uh, a, uh, 4k Blu-ray uh, player and a 4k OLED, uh, TV a little while ago. And I was looking for, I have not watched any 4k Blu-rays on it yet. Uh, but, uh, I, I picked up a bunch right after, right before my festival this past year. And afterwards I posted a, a photo of a stack of all these films that I wanted to watch. And you picked up on that and saw that that was, uh, the moonlight was one of them. So, uh, so I'm glad to be, uh, testing out some things. I actually had to fix some things with the settings. It was doing the stupid motion smoothing uh, uh, before. So I'm glad I watched a couple minutes of the, the beginning of it to, to turn that off first. But. 
Yes, people, when you buy a new television, mm-hmm. you have to set it up properly to watch movies. Otherwise, they look like shit. You have to turn the motion smoothing off. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, it's going to look like crap. Just Google it if you don't know. Google yeah. the name of your TV and motion smoothing, and someone will walk you through it. Absolutely. And uh, for the record, I just want everyone to know, I had it turned off before, but since it's a new input that I hadn't, and new resolution I hadn't used, it, it fell back. So that's that's good to know. But I know that there are some directors pushing very hard for a, what what were they calling it? A director's mode for TVs, so that you can just like push a button and it'll be the it'll be the pure turn all that stuff off kind of mode. I had one on a TV and it was just called the cinema setting, and you mm. went into that and it automatically did all that kind of stuff for you. That doesn't do it on it doesn't do it on mine. You have to go into some advanced menus and turn all that stuff off again. So. Crazy. So rest assured. I have done that in case Barry Jenkins is listening to this. I have done that and I will be watching the film <laughs> as well as I can during, during COVID at home. So Nice. Well, I think that's as good of a place as any to jump right in. All right, let's do it. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. All right, we just finished and... That should win Best Picture. Oh, well, uh, it did. <laughs> how convenient. Uh, I, wow. I am now even more embarrassed that I hadn't seen it until now. And, and, I'm, and I'm feeling like kind of what I was afraid of, because I, I knew this was a, a, a powerful, moving film. Like, I'm, I'm almost at a loss for words. Like, it's a perfect film. Like, there's not a... There's not a wasted frame even during the interstitials in between things when it's just just a black screen and just I'm, I'm overwhelmed. <laughs> yeah, the whole thing just kind of lulls over you. So this is the first time I've seen it since I watched it initially in the theaters. And I remember watching it late at night and uh, and and I think I might have nodded off a bit at some point just because it is such a like the film just kind of lulls you in and. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure it was because I was tired. Uh, but I remember that time feeling like, oh, the film is probably, I didn't mind the pace of it, but it just felt, I think, I walked away going, oh, I, I could, it could have been tightened up somewhere. But this time watching it through, I was just engrossed. And I'm like, no, it's just like, the, it's there for mood. It's there for, so I definitely got, uh, had more. In, in, but also I think that happens with a slower film sometimes too. It's like the second time out, you know what's you know what you're in for, and you also you know you're in good hands. So you're not mm-hmm. getting impatient, right? Uh, and so I think there's something really, really uh, strong about it for me. That part. I mean, I know I know the first time I loved chapter one. You know, the uh, the, the stuff when he was a kid, and uh, but the, but all of it spoke really, really well. And it really, I mean, for me, the whole the cohesion of it and the way it all blends together, yeah. just gorgeous yeah i think i i worry about like i like i mentioned in but when we were talking before the film i'd seen that it was it was divided into you know labeled chapters like that and that worries me sometimes because i i find that it it hurts the continuity somewhat in, in a lot of films that i see that in but not not at all in, in in this one um and there was that that technique of showing a little bit of the next chapter before you announce that it's the next chapter, which just from a technical, just kind of how I watch films helped immensely. Like, yeah. Yeah. And the, the only actor that rep- that is in more than one story is Naomi Harris, who plays mm. the mother, you know, she's the only consistent actor throughout. Otherwise 
you know, little uh, is played by someone else in every single mm-hmm. chapter, right? And 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 starkingly so, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, when you look at that poster image where it's like the three faces all blended into one, it's even more shocking mm-hmm. when once you see like the transformation he takes, particularly from a teenager to to an adulthood when he gets, you know, quote unquote yeah. he gets he gets hard. Yeah. Um I I think I think what amazed me too about the the length is it it did not feel long to me. Like it's because it's what one is it one forty one to one fifty one one fifty yeah yeah and it it um, I realized I was getting close to the end. It's like this feels like I'm like I'm eighty minutes in and just and not in a bad way at all. It's yeah, like I was I was it lulls you in, but I was still on the edge of my seat, kind of kind of paying attention to it this time too. It was. Sorry, I'm just gushing about it, but this is oh, that's okay. <laughs> it's a, no, it, it, it's it's gush worthy. Um, yeah. I, I mean, there's so much to praise about. I mean, we all know that it's like a one best picture. It's also mm-hmm. the lowest budget movie to ever win best picture. Mm. If you count, what was for, it? Uh, one point five. Hmm. Um, I mean, technically, Rocky was one point one, but if you adjust for inflation, sure. Uh, this one is the lowest. It's also you know the only. Uh, LGBT film that's ever won Best Picture mm-hmm. and the only film with an all-black cast that's ever won Best Picture. There's a mm-hmm. whole lot of firsts mm-hmm. for this film. It's pretty unique in the landscape of of, uh, of awards for that. And, and especially, it's interesting that the year it came out, like what a contrast between this and La La Land. And I like La La Land a lot, mm-hmm. you know? But it's interesting, it's just like a movie like that's so about Hollywood, literally, uh, and singing and dancing about like the glory and, and how big Hollywood is. And then mm-hmm. you have this small little movie that was made in 25 days uh, that, you know, 25 days, my God. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, and the actors all, sh- you know, t- all sharing a trailer uh, or a makeup trailer. I don't even think they had mm-hmm. a trailer. Uh, and and the, the, the woman who played the mother, she shot her part in three days. Unconsecutively, too. She shot out of order. I don't know what order they shot it in. But that also tells me that Barry Jenkins is shooting, you know, he's not shooting out a storyline and then moving on to the next one. He's shooting, right. he's bouncing all over between the three different stories, potentially to shoot act, her out, maybe. Maybe that was the only time they did that, but it's pretty phenomenal um, to have that kind of consistency throughout and be able to bounce that way when you're for me i would want to if i was shooting this i want to shoot each chapter on its own before moving on to the next mm. one uh and, and kind of give it its own like slightly different flavor but you know barry knows what the fuck he's doing absolutely yes i i think if you're talking about shooting there, there are a couple of shots that 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 i recall in particular uh the the shot where the camera seemed to be attached to the to the door of the car, uh, in the I think it's in the second, uh, so in the second chapter or the third, mm. was getting to the car and like the the, um, you see the camera swing out and like you you think it's the door and then it swings back in. You're sure and I, I haven't seen that done in a lot of films in in a way that's not jarring. It just it it fits so well in there. Yeah, and it shouldn't. And there's a lot of stuff like this. Like the, the the soundtrack itself shouldn't mm-hmm. work. It's so eclectic. It's all over yeah. the place, uh, from you know, hip hop to you know, classical to. But it all just kind of speaks to the experience. And then the score itself is this kind of dreamy, trippy vibe. Yeah, 
which which helped with the you know the 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 theme that carried through all three helped helped to uh, with the continuity there. Um, wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah. Um, I just what what was there any the thing the thing that I when when I see a movie like this that's almost the, to me and to my eye is almost perfect. Like I go and I try to find out what the what the criticisms were. Was there any criticism of this at the time? Because I don't, I was not super familiar with it. At, I mean, I knew of it. I knew it won Best Picture, but. Yeah, I'm just going to quickly, uh, while we're chatting, just look up the Rotten Tomatoes reviews and just see if there's any green ones that, that talk some shit. Um, yeah, and there have to be, but I just. There I always is. But it's almost one of those movies that it's like, you wonder if, you know, for political reasons, it almost becomes review proof, Right. Um, because anyone, yeah. anyone that talks shit about it, it's just, you, you know, you label them as a bigot or, or, or whatnot. And that, and that, you know, it's 98% on Rotten Tomatoes. So, okay. <laughs> so there's nothing. So it's yeah. pretty high. So whoever that 2% is, yeah, those are the bigots in the middle America. Well, half the times those, those, the negative reviews are not all that negative. So who knows? No, <laughs> it, it, it's how they, it's yeah. The, the Rotten Tomato, uh, algorithm is not always perfect but i mean 98 percent is you know out of 100 uh, 387 reviews that they're counting mm. that's uh yeah that's a phenomenal score they're yeah. doing well i'll just see if any of the top critics gave it a fault yeah none of them yeah good yeah well it, it, and, and all the all the themes uh were were so universal to of um you know the, the importance of small moments and and the lasting connections you have with people that 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 are there in important times in your life. Uh, uh, just so much, so much works for who, whoever you are. Um, That's just it. Like I think we've all had like, whether you know I you know you are and I are not you know you know uh, gay black males. So mm-hmm. you know our, our identi- you know we should not identify with this movie. Yeah. On paper. Right. Uh, but you know, for me, it's like, I've had those moments where you, you run into somebody from childhood who caused you tremendous amount of pain. Yeah. Um, you know, and just in that idea of like, you know how much you've grown and you're just able to find this, this, I don't know, this happy quiet in it. Yes. Where, I mean, what's, what's beautiful about, and I, and I think this is the thing that really made me lean in when I watched it the first time, and this time I just sat back and enjoyed, but you know, kind of the portrayal of uh, the name, the character's name escapes me, but the, uh, the other guy essentially um, who he had that, you know, very intimate, his first and only we later learn intimate moment with James. Uh, James. Yeah. I think that sounds right. When he was in high school and then, you know, however many years later, I don't think the movie indicates exactly how many years are between I think it's implying like 10 it feels like at least, I wonder if it's not like, almost like a clean 10 each time that would almost mm. work. work. Um, Could be. If he's like, you know, whatever, however he is eight when he's um, younger or how, how old is he? Seven or eight? Something like that. Yeah. Something I, like don't, that. I don't then, think it's. Yeah. Yeah. And then so late teens and then the second chapter, then probably mid to late twenties and the last chapter feels like, but. Awful close to it. Yeah, so let's say there's 10 years between each chapter. But what I loved about the just how simple that performance is of the guy, uh, 
And it's and it's almost like the things that go unspoken in this, like the idea that it's like yes. that he know like he knows that little knows that he didn't want to do what he did and he felt terrible for what he did. You know, it's just like that kind of stuff is just it goes and the fact that it even shows up to have this moment with him speaks volumes, you know. Uh he's not there to confront him in any way that is like aggressive or like payback-ish, right? It's like it's two people right. that just like shared this horrible, you know, this beautiful and, and then horrible moment and then have to deal with what's left based on all the other shit they've dealt with in their lives. Yeah. Uh again, I don't have that I don't have that specific experience with that. Right. I know there's I know there's like there's, you know, not that I was ever bullied, bullied in high school or anything like that. I was I was lucky that way. But there were just people I didn't get along with well. But then I, I've since run into, and it's just like, there's this quiet understanding that comes with time and the fact that you've both aged and grown and, and you co- kind of both don't have to say that what, what happened was inappropriate, especially if the other person is now acting, you know, you know for the lack of a better term, cool with you. Right. You know, you, you're growing whether that, you know, whether you realize it or not, everyone's kind of equalizing to uh to the same you know the same mood the same the same outlook on things i mean not not in the grand scheme of things there everyone no, has no, differences no. but you you're all kind of growing at that same rate and it feels like you get to you yeah you, you, know, you keep in touch with people from from your childhood and you realize everyone's kind of going through the same things at the same times and and yeah and and that that helps mm, you know, uh, smooth over those, those edges from, from long ago. Yeah. I think we've all done, you know, stupid, shitty things as a child. Yeah. As children that, that we later on go, yeah, I wish I, I wouldn't have done that had I known better. And in hindsight, 2020. And, uh, and as a parent of two young children who, you know, watches them do sometimes shitty things, it's one of those weird things that I, I had to step back and go, do I let them make these mistakes that they'll later on regret or do I kind of step in and, and help them be less shitty people now? Uh, Cause there is something about just letting people make those mistakes too, that I think helps a lot. Yeah. So, I think it can't, it can't be necessary. And um, i trying to think if I, if I would get any of that, that necessary mistake out of this, this story. I don't, I don't, maybe a little bit. I, I think it's just kind of part of life rather than, Trying to like, I don't think any of those things were necessary for anyone. Any of the bad things were necessary for anyone's story. Oh no, that's not what I meant by any means. Like, that's yeah, that's not what I meant. But in terms of like, it's good that he went through this. It was just more the idea of like, you know, that kind of stuff shapes you. And and clearly, later on, you know, uh, James has massive regrets. You know, mm-hmm. the way he lives his life is drastically different. He's not hanging out with that crowd anymore. You know, he's a short order cook. Yeah. Uh, and, and Who's diner. made his own mistakes afterwards. I think it was a little more vague, but yeah. Yeah. So it's like you get the sense this guy has is in the process of it's almost like you wonder if this, uh, does he actually outright say that it's like him calling him up is like a part of a 12 step program. I didn't get that in impression i thought it was left intentionally vague i've got i've got to watch this again for sure but it's a uh, similar yeah, concept think. you know the idea of like uh, you know, 
of making amends with your past by going through. And so whether or not he's actually doing a 12 step program or not, he's doing, you know, the same idea here by even just, you know, calling him up to is an acknowledgement of his fucked upness, um, which I think just shows how, how much he's grown as well. Um, And you're just so curious how little is going to react to that and him. Yeah, and it was so tense. Uh, you know, exactly. You know, watching him, watching him travel, and then the the shot that of of the film is just where the camera follows from from Little's perspective as he sees James before James sees him and follows him around the restaurant. It just you, you don't know. I mean, I, I didn't know if he was uh, if he was going to to laugh and say hi or 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 sock him. I mean, I just. I don't. I don't think either. I don't think that the latter was implied by any means. But there was no. a little bit of a little bit of. I, I mean, he might react very yeah. strongly to that. It's a, you don't. You have. It showed him in the meantime, obviously, still having conscious and unconscious feelings about this person. Unconscious, very positive, but you, you know, when when actually confronted with that type of. Um, uh, of recollection in person, just don't know how how someone's going to react. Yeah, I don't and know that, how I would react if I was in that. If I was no, in that position. and that's what's great about it is that you're sitting there on the edge of your seat, going, "What's going to happen now? What's going to happen now?" And the only false note for me in the movie is that moment right there where he instantly knows it's him. You know, given how different he looks, it's like I I could have used an extra beat of him not realizing so it was him. Not much. I'm talking like okay, I can see that. Yeah, ten, fifteen seconds of him just treating him like a normal customer, and then going, "Oh shit, this is him." You know, just to beat. I can see that. Just to milk that awkward, just just given how different he looks in the present. You Mm -hmm. know, it's like if you put those two people side by side, you'd never guess one grew into the other. Um, Right. Anyway, that's just my own anal. But then you could argue that it's like, well, he he saw his soul or something. And that's what, you know, made him recognize who he was uh, instantly. But he hasn't said anything yet, right? Like he didn't recognize his voice. Okay, yeah. And and that's just, and here's the thing. In a movie like this, that's my only gripe. That one very small moment where I'm like, I want an extra 10 seconds of awkwardness. And that's almost nothing. You know? Yeah, I, I guess I did notice that that was a little sudden. I, I, I guess I saw it as maybe implying what you said that you know he was able to to recall his soul so quickly, and and it was a little bit more, a little bit more um, um, just magical of a of a reuniting uh, than than would have than would have happened in, in reality. But yeah, and then that that scene, that moment back at, at his um, at James's apartment um, when he when he kind of admits that he hasn't been with anyone since, like that's the only intimate moment he's ever had in his life is so fucking heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just, it makes you want to know like, what was the, what's been the trajectory of the last 10 years that has kept you just like that, 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 that sequence of events, you know, ca- had carried so much weight that you've been unable to, you know, try, reach out and try again. Mm-hmm. Even, and even just what happened after he cracked that kid with a fucking chair mm-hmm. <laughs> and laid him out. God, I love that scene. I love yeah. that, you know, just coming out of that sequence with the, the guidance counselor, whoever it is, you know, insisting you have to press charges. Right. This, is, this is the thing you have to do. 
And then, then he walks away and you're not sure what he's going to, you know, what, what's happened. Does he press charges? Is this going to say, like, no, he's not going to press charges. He's going to fuck him up. Yeah. Do you think he was thinking about that in the guidance, in, in the, the counselor's office? Or if that was something he came to overnight? I don't think it, I don't, I, I'm sure it was something that he marinated on. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's one of those things you wonder is like, did he walk down the hallway into that classroom knowing exactly what he was going to do? Or was it the kind of thing that it's just the last minute it was like chair him, me. I mean, he had a, um, a real aggression in his, in his walk then. I think that was, that was pretty clearly implied from the moment, you know, even entering the school and yeah, uh, it was, it was building just very slightly every time he went through a door and pushed on a crash bar and just, yeah. I mean, I, I think I felt that, Oh, felt that I, coming, but I definitely felt like he was going to do something, but it's just like the idea of like, did he know it was going to be a that chair? Bad. Did he know? Yeah. That's just, it was like, yeah, he never, okay. like yeah. did he know he was going to go that far with it? That kind of thing. Like, was that premeditated or yeah. was it the kind of thing where it was just like, I'm going to walk in that room and however I feel I'm going to act on it, mm. you know? And, 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 and I imagine that kind of thing is just unconscious too. Uh, yeah. Well, it's tough too because like you see what he does. You know, as soon as he picks up the chair, you see it obviously. But and there, there's a that that moment of yeah, he deserved it. Uh, simultaneously, three frames later, realizing oh, he's ruining his life. I mean, like you know, his, his it's it's going it's going downhill right right then and just not forever, obviously, but for a number of years, the consequences of that just. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And it's always the way it's like the people that were just like the day before circling around, hoofing him, you know, get off pretty light in comparison. Mm-hmm. Uh, but isn't, isn't it the way? Yeah. Oh, so you said you've been, you've been uh, diving into some, some more obscure movies with some friends over like the last, last nine months doing like something like this with them. So what have been your highlights? I'm just curious what your highlights have been from those 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 screenings. Oh boy, it's such a it's such an eclectic set of films that we've watched. And here's here's a kind of embarrassing thing. It's it's kind of a bad thing and a good thing for being a film fan, but I have such a bad memory for films. Like if you ask me what movie I watched earlier today, well, earlier today I finished uh, for, finished your film, but uh, you know, in, in in general, like I, the next day the name has gone from me. I'm gonna see if I can pull up my list here. I'm I'm oh, similar. <laughs> I, I started taking um, uh, doing what Soderbergh does and keeping that list of like all the stuff I watch and read in a year, so mm. I can look back on it. And it's not that I forget details of a movie once I've seen it, but I'm I'm very similar to it's like what did I watch yesterday. Uh, just because it's, I'm so in the custom habit of watching, you know, a movie or two a day, uh, either by myself or with my kids, and and I and I go into these streams where I'm 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 binging, um, like a, a whole group of a certain type of thing. Like the uh, was when the YouTube channel is has released all the old Universal monster movies oh. for for free. So like the old Dracula, uh, Bride, Bride of Frankenstein, and all those movies that I hadn't seen. So over the last like weekend, I was binging all of those, and they're only like an hour and change each, right? So it's really easy to watch like a whole bunch of them in a row mm-hmm. if you if you've got an evening free. Yeah, I think oh, I'm trying to think of 
films that I've watched recently. I mean, the the Day of the Beast, which just got a it just got a a good release from oh who who put it out Vinegar Syndrome or or one of those just put out a good release of that film, which was just not on my radar. So many of these 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 films that I've watched over the past uh, year or two just never would have been on my radar uh, uh, if, if it wasn't for. Uh, you know, for various groups of friends who are getting around, I think there are probably three groups of, that I, that I'm now doing this with. So it's four or five, well, three, four, five movies a week now. Sometimes watching these, watching these movies, but uh, oh, that's great though. That's uh, I mean, it's, it's, first of all, it's a nice way to socialize right now. Yeah, but uh, it, it, but it's also just surprising how many movies, especially now, are just fucking out there. Like you'll never. You'll never get through your entire list in your lifetime. No. Especially if you're like me and your list continues to grow almost every day. <laughs> it does. And the, I, so I'm, I'm a big music fan too. And, and the way that pre-times, the way that I would uh, limit that uh, would be, I would really just, I'd listen to the music that were bands that I saw here locally. I mean, I used to see two, three bands a week here for sometimes, sometimes, sometimes one a night. Uh, and so that was a good way of limiting that. Uh, and with movies, I've been limiting it to the to the groups that I the, that I that I watch films with, and also what what I what physical media I buy. So you know that that stack of films that 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 you saw that that had Moonlight in it. Well, I've only made it through I think two of those, uh, and there have been you know Vinegar Syndrome sales and a couple others. Um, uh, actually, the the nice thing about the 4K Blu-rays is they do work from their you can buy them from anywhere and they work, uh, work on us players. They're not region locked. So you can buy those from, you know, UK releases that aren't getting released here and, oh, nice. and watch really good, really good quality films on them, which again, I haven't watched any of because I've been saving moonlight to be the first one. So Aww. now I can watch some of the other ones, but yay, uh, we've broken the cherry of that. Yes. <laughs> and it did, it did look amazing. Like there's, there is a remarkable difference between, well, obviously I haven't seen this film, but, uh, in just, striking level of difference between uh, between a streaming 4k and a and something coming off a off a disc that's taken up 10 times the space so that yeah. was that was nice that was nice to see that yeah i mean i watched it uh, i just rented it through uh through apple and I'm watched mm-hmm. it on my big screen here uh and it was gorgeous here i can only imagine how nice it looked on on my 4k mm. yeah and I, I am sorry we're getting we're getting into technology rather than the, rather it's okay. the film but i uh, ever since buying this this OLED screen a couple a couple years ago, I don't know if I'll buy anything else. Like I'd, I'd rather watch stuff on that than a don't tell anybody than a big screen sometimes because it's just uh, it just looks amazing. But yeah, no, I'm so I've, I've got a pretty good projector setup out yes. in my my little screening room, and I've got a good sized TV. We have a, a place in the country that in both places now I've got like a place to watch movies, and I'm very nice. I'm very snobby about what I where I will watch certain things. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was okay. I was okay watching the uh, the the old Universal movies on my on, on my iPad one day because mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, that's fine. But I'm like something like this. I'm like, no, I need to watch this on the on the proper screening because it's just this is a movie and this is what we do. We're, we we watch them so we can pay attention to all the big details. Exactly. Yeah. And and you, I'm sure you 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 watch Tenet on your phone as as intended. Yeah, Tenet. I watch. <laughs> I do that just because. Fuck you, Nolan. <laughs> I, I do. I watch all of his films on my phone because I know he hates it. I can see that. I I was lucky. There is uh, that's the one film I've seen in a theater this year uh, yep. since Sundance. Uh, we're lucky in Indianapolis. We actually have a film uh, IMAX 
uh, theater left, one of like a dozen in the country, less than that. So I went one day when there weren't many people in there and got to see that. Uh, to yeah, see I, that. I got to see Tenant in the theaters and I saw Bill and Ted face the music in the theaters. And, oh, nice. I, think, and I think that was it after, you know, once things locked down in March, mm-hmm. um, which was too bad. I had like a big, I was doing for my last movie, James versus future self. I had this whole big festival tour planned where I was going to be going to Amsterdam and mm-hmm. Barcelona and like all these other great European festivals and being able to watch all these movies. I'd probably never get a chance to see otherwise. And of course everything just, and Busain, like it was just going to be this mm-hmm. crazy tour of going to all these countries that I'd never been to before. And, you know, hopefully, hopefully an experience like that will come around again, but if not, you know, the, the more important things are going on in the world than, than me traveling. But, uh, but yeah. I, was, I was looking forward to watching because I also love that too. There's something really great about going to uh, a city and, and just discovering like what are their theaters like, mm-hmm. you know, and even like something small, like at hell's half mile where it's like, they're screening in this like, old church, mm-hmm. you know, and, and then they're screening in, in the, uh, the planetarium, the planetarium when you're watching a movie lying on your back and it's, you know, and then, and it's the way it's projected is fucked up. Cause it's not quite, you know, not all movies are meant to be watched in a planetarium the way it kind of right. pans around the screen, but it's like, there's something amazing about that too. Right. And yeah. so to have that experience, and the nice thing, my, my movie screen there, the go-getters, mm-hmm. uh, it screened both in the old church and the planetarium. So watching in those two very different venues within the course of like a day of each other was, was really interesting too, for me. That's great. Yeah. Well, and that's where we met obviously. So yeah, actually, I guess, well, I'd seen it ahead of time. That's right. I'd seen it, seen it ahead of time, but uh, yeah, that like I will, I will always remember where I saw first reformed because it was inside a planetary. Yeah. <laughs> same. The weird, I think we saw the same screening. Yeah. 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 That was, that was, did you see any of the full dome stuff that they had there? No, I don't, I, I don't think I did. They just had a couple uh full dome, excuse me, full dome shorts that, that the, uh, the planetarium did to be half an hour long experimental stuff. Uh, no, I don't, I don't think any of it was live action, but apparently there, there is live action full dome uh, films uh, but it was it was it was enthralling. It was riveting. I, I'd really like to see some of the some more of that. But oh, cool! Yeah, yeah. No, I've seen. I've only seen like we have a planetarium um, type thing in one of the science centers here in Ontario. Uh, so I've seen those kind of things that are designed for that, like documentary kind of stuff. Um, but not, uh, but not like a, a narrative. You know, even experimental feature or a short that was that was intended for. So that would be interesting to see. Yeah. No. We don't have one here. Well, we have one at a, at a college here in Indy, but I don't think they do a lot, unfortunately. Yeah. The other one was turned into another part of a, a part of a museum. It got gutted and turned into an exhibit, unfortunately. But as they do. Yeah. So what are your what are your, any final thoughts on Moonlight? Um no, just like th- this is one of those movies that that I uh, you know, if we weren't doing this, I would have turned around and watched it again from from beginning to end, just to just to see all the things that I missed and and really uh, really absorb it more. But yeah, uh, I'll I'll let you know after I watch it watch it again. But I I can't think of anything else uh, other than my, just my overwhelming uh, and sincere praise for it. That uh, well, I'm glad I, I was really excited to see it in your stack because. I knew that when I walked away from the first time, I didn't love it as much as everyone else loved it for some mm-hmm. reason. And I was like, I must have been off that night. There must have been something where I just I was in a bad mood or I was tired or whatever it was. And I'm like, I need to get that movie another shot. 
So I was very excited to see it on your list in particular because I was like, oof, this is a perfect example, perfect opportunity for me to like watch it again. Uh, and, 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 you know, when I'm rested and yeah. not cranky and, 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 and take it in properly. So, so, so yeah. thank you for that chance as well. Oh, you're welcome. I, actually, La La Land is one that I need to give another chance to because of a, a bad screening experience. There was, I, I went to see it on New Year's Day of what year would that have been? 2017 or 18? Yeah, I don't remember what. Yeah, it, New Year's Day, I was, I was a little hungover uh, from, from partying the evening before. And sitting next to us um, were uh, an elderly couple who uh, were not enjoying the film. Hmm. Uh, she, she, she leaned over to her husband at one point and said, I'm so sorry. I thought it was not like a musical, but they stayed. Oh, and they kept, they kept kind of talking little bits here and there throughout the film. And then at one point they both took their ear, uh, uh, hearing aids out and the hearing aids started feeding back on each other. Oh God. And they, they couldn't hear that. Like I couldn't tell them because they would not be able to. <laughs> the whole thing. Yeah. That's a terrible so yeah, you need, need to, to watch movie another shot. Yeah, because your yeah. brain's probably was you were annoyed the whole time. Uh the fact that she had to apologize it was a musical. <laughs> just leave. If you're not enjoying it, just fucking leave. Mm-hmm. Get your 12 bucks, but go back to the person who's told to the teenager and just say, Hey, I didn't realize this movie was what it was. Can I have my money back? Yeah. Well, it was sold. I think that I think it was sold out. It was it was almost completely full, full theater. So <laughs> probably just didn't want to climb over people, but yeah. Uh Ugh. Well, yeah, give the movie another shot. I, I like I like La La Land a lot. It's very different from this, and it's just one of those yes. examples. And it's one of those examples of it's also a really well crafted, well done movie that's got you know a lot of heart to it. Yeah, uh, but it's also the kind of thing where it's just like you know it's apples and oranges when it comes to like who gets the award. It's like well, I mean they're both great, mm-hmm. and it's just like you know one gets it and one doesn't, and that's kind of how it goes. Uh, and I, and I, and as someone who gets nominated for awards and sometimes wins and sometimes doesn't, that's how I always feel. It's just like, and, 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 you know, the cliche joke is always, you know, it's an honor to be nominated, but I think there's a lot in that because, you know, a nomination is almost an award in of itself. Cause it's like, you know, someone's putting a stamp of approval going, mm-hmm. this is something worth checking out. Yeah. And then, and that, then after that, whoever wins is I think arbitrary because it's like, it, it could have been any of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's, it's the nominee does like shine a spotlight saying, you know, this, this work stood out from the pack. Uh, and, and then the award is, you know, kind of random at best based on, you know, what people have for breakfast that morning, I think. Right. <laughs> uh, and, and sometimes it shines in your favor and sometimes it doesn't, but it's like the nominee, a nomination is, is almost more unexpected than a win sometimes, I think, hmm. uh, I think sometimes it's just like, oh, that's nice that they they like that thing. I find that with my stuff anyway, uh, and uh, and so that so something like this, I think, was just because it's, it's just like, how do you how do you you know how do you compare art? But yeah, anyway. it is it is. You know, I've sat on a bunch of juries now. That's one of the one of the um, uh, privileges of of being in the festival world is getting to do that, uh, uh, mostly at other festivals. And it's just it it is almost always a very difficult. A very difficult decision. Every yeah. once in a while, you're lucky, and everyone has the same one at their top as their top pick uh, for for whatever reason. And I think that that kind of that 
that's serendipitous and doesn't doesn't happen very often but uh, yeah or it becomes that game of that one person who just has very strong beliefs and has nowhere to go if you don't change your mind to theirs mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah i've been i've been in both of those where it's just like oh this is unanimous we all love this one great mm-hmm. let's go grab a drink or that one where it's just like oh no you you love the movie i hated and i hated the movie you loved where is this gonna mm-hmm. go mm-hmm. yeah fun well thanks yeah. for taking time to do this Absolutely. Thank thank you. I have a, I have a huge a huge list of black hole films. Uh, there's so many <laughs> on my list that I, that I need to see. So maybe we'll find another one sometime. Yeah, we'll get to some more for sure. All right. Thank you very much. Thanks, buddy. Let's all go to the Thanks for joining us for Moonlight. Black Hole Films is a proud member of the That Shelf Podcast Network. You can listen to other episodes of our show and other That Shelf podcasts on thatshelf.com. Please subscribe, leave comments, spread the word, do all the things that let others know you like the show and how they can check it out. You can find me on Twitter, at Lon Jeremy, and go to Facebook and join the group Black Hole Films. And until next time, go watch something you've never seen before. Thanks. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat.